Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. It's the In Wheel Time car show, your weekly go-to all things automotive place today. Coming to you from Studio A in Texas, yep. USA. Mm-hmm. Next week at the Tailpipes and Tacos Cruise In. But this is this week. Next week is next, next week. Next week is next week. Howdy along with Mike <laughs> out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm yep. Don Armstrong. Glad that you could join us on this Saturday. Thanks so much. Got a very interesting guest I want to get to. Uh, his name is uh, Dave O'Neill. Dave, good morning to you. and Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Good morning. Nice to be with you. Well, uh, when I, I read uh, all of the stuff that you sent us, I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. These guys are offering a service for guys that are into racing that really don't have necessarily a full-time pit crew, uh, garage, uh, mechanics, guys that change the tire, a, a complete operation that you can take to the racetrack, and here they are. S is racing in support. Am I right? You're 100% correct, yes. So uh, I, I got I've got to get the background story. Uh, I think it's a brilliant idea because you know, let's face it, most of the guys that uh, that are into especially road course racing, some I would imagine wrench on their own cars, but others rather go out and buy a race ready car and get out there on the track and go for it, and they get to a point where can't afford the team on a full-time basis but i need somebody out there to help me to support me support. at the race right right uh this is a great idea how did it come about so um started off with um a, a driver who um who as you said was looking for some support so um you know he got addicted to motorsport like most people do mm-hmm. um and then they uh they ended up, um, you know, working out of his garage, and one thing led to another, and um, you know, a couple more guys joined the joined the gang, and two years later, we got a fifteen thousand square foot workshop, which we help people out who, um, as you said, haven't got the time. Um, some of them not the knowledge, although they love, you know, they love the cars and talking about them. So what we what we do is offer a a service that the customer would drop their car off. Um, we do a pre track inspection fit new tires, bleed the brakes, you know, give it a spanner check or a wrench check, nut and bolt, um, make sure we've got the right fuel for the car and then transport it to uh, Cota in most cases. We're here pretty much every other week um, and we offer the service so the guy, guy or girl will come come along with um, and jump in the car. Um, we have uh, RVs and you know, haulers, which the, the drivers use to get changed in. We do all the debriefing. We have coaches. So typically most drivers take a coach of ours um, and then uh, they work they work the sessions and trying to go quicker um, and trying to improve their lap times and um, their lines on the circuit. And then once they've had a good weekend, um, nine times out of ten, the car will come back to us and we kind of rinse and repeat, really. Um, so try and make it as easy as possible. Um, it's more of a club as well now it's turned into. We're just um, slightly different this week, um, purely because the F1 garages are full and getting ready for the uh, for the Grand Prix that's heading here on the 23rd, 22nd and 23rd. So we're out in the car park um, and it's almost... Um, it's almost like a mini festival, you know, people with their RVs and trucks all parked together. We've got um, 22 cars here this weekend oh, that we're wow. looking after. Um, so 
it's uh, it's a little bit different, but also you know we'll make the most of it and have fun, fun. And again, you know, people turn up with their families and their wives and girlfriends and kids all get chatting to each other. So it's um, it's a family affair, effectively. So Dave, yeah, let, let me just the... make sure that I understand this. You just got through saying and telling me that us that you have. 22 cars that 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 goes way beyond a stable of cars that you're managing out there today how in the world do you manage to keep up with all that and how big is the crew you bring to support 22 cars so how how do we manage to keep up is a good question we're always looking <laughs> for um for you know Compton mechanics um we have a range of people here so um one of my kind of ethics would be to we want to train people up. Um, you know, it's uh, it's really important. I've done 36 years of motorsport and, um, you know, learned a lot uh, along the way. And um, I wanted to kind of inject that into um, to this business. So we're always looking for young, enthusiastic people, um, which we train. Um, and then we have uh, a myriad of, of experience within the team. So we've got people that worked in IndyCars. We've got people that work in NASCARs and F1 and uh, also IMSA and GT championships. So um, we try and keep up. Um, we, we're, we're almost uh, um, employing someone every two months um, currently. You know, we're kind of up to 16 permanent staff. Um, and then when it comes to how many staff and what staff we do, typically each car will have one tech on it. Then we have a coach for the majority of the drivers. And then we have like a, a chief mechanic, crew chief, if you like, and also an engineer that sort of oversees the uh, the, um, the all, all the cars and all the setting changes. So one of the biggest things that people tend to get wrong at the start of it is making sure that the tyre pressures are correct. And again, you know, that can make the car understeer, oversteer, slide roll the tyre off the rim. So we, we get the basics right first, um, which is the tyre pressures. And then once we've moved on from there, we then start looking at the driving styles, etc. So typically one person per car, so probably 1.25 people per car. Um, and that's kind of how we roll each weekend. We do a huge amount of stuff at Harris Hill on every Wednesday. So a lot of the customers are obviously successful guys and girls. Um, and when they can get any time they can get out, they like to run. Um, so we do Harris Hill. We also do Crescent and uh, MSR Houston as well. So when you talk about you have, let's take it down to one person per car. With that, when you have a range of different cars, you, you know, I'm sure you have people that are bringing Porsches. Some people are bringing Corvettes. Some people are bringing Camaros, Mustangs, Miatas. Are the people that you assign to those cars experienced in that brand or are they just experienced in the racing management of the car? You know, because different cars are going to require a different level of knowledge of how how the setup works. Yes. Um, so quite an interesting question, you know. Um, the, typically, the, the, the staff that we have are, have have got a pedigree in motorsport, so, which is, you know, you can fix anything and you can run anything. Um, we do have we do have guys that have um, experience in in the sort of GT championships. So um, you know Ferrari, Lamborghini. Um, we've got some LMP3 cars. So they, we we have people that have um, qualifications in those in those cars. Um, but a lot of it is just racing and kind of you know 
best best experience from the past, really, you know, with the radicals. So in, in general, um, yeah. Also, you know, the other thing is we do run a lot of the systems, so we have a lot of the software to, to fault find the codes that we get thrown. But most of the time, you know, nine times out of ten, uh, you'll turn up and the car will go round and round in circles and you'll just change the tyres, you know, and fuel it up. Yep. Do you have a particular uh, car or, or race division that, that you mainly focus on just because more people have that kind of car? Yes, so we, we um, take part in the um, North American Radical Championship and we um, we had, at Cota, we had 10 cars um, entered into the race. Um, so that that's typically what we do. Um, we also do a GT invitation, so we've got a couple of AMG GT3s that we enter into that and, um, and some challenge Ferrari cars as well. But um, the main kind of race series for us is Radical North America. Okay. Do you also, I mean, in your shop, where, where is your shop located? So our shop's in Buda, which is exit 219 on the 35. Um, gotcha. So yep. Out there near the Salt Lake. Excuse me? Out there near the Salt Lake barbecue place. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Pass it every way, every day on the way to work. Smells so. it too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do, you, do you find yourself uh, actually doing more work on these cars once you get a client that they send them over to you and look you just take care of my car for me do you get more more work like that out of getting hired for maybe one race or two we yes it's really interesting so you know the way it is it, pretty organic really the growth so um i mean i'll give you an example today so we turned up we have our 22 cars there was a Ferrari that went past me and it looked like a speedboat, you know, it was heading heading like this past me. So I went up to the guy, I didn't know him. I said, look, um, looks like you've got a puncher or the car's not set up right. It's a brand new Ferrari. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's good. I said, okay. Um, and then he came back to me and he said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, it's got reverse rake, you know, the front of the car's off the ground. So anyway, long and short of it was, um, I said, tell me the story of what happened to the car before it got here. Well, we had it done in LA, a shop changed the springs on it. And oh, I said, there okay, there we go. So there's that's probably the, the door cracked open. And then um, we found out that they put the wrong springs on the on the back of the car and they're on the front. So, you know, the car the front of the car was raised in the air. Um, therefore, you know, not handling and touching the ground as it was going around the circuit. Yeah. So he's got his 300 grand car. High speed doing, wheelies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> porpoising down the straight. Um, so anyway, we, um, you know, he's like, oh, can I have your number? You know, what, what do you guys do type thing? And, and that's pretty much how our business works. And then, you know, in lieu of the question that you asked is, we kind of have an open menu. So it depends, you know, someone might come in and say, I want everything done on my car. And then we have customers that just fly in. We look after their car, we store it, and the only thing they want is a new set of tyres and supply the gas. And then they run it themselves. Mm. So the menu's quite extensive, really. You know, you can build it how you want. Um, so it, it fits into your budget and also fits into how much fun you want to have at the track. So you, you brought as your team brought 22 cars there or you some of the people bring their own car and you just support them when they get there you hauled in 22 cars today 
Yeah, so two two out of the 22, 20 out of the 22 we brought, the others wow. were driven by the customers. Wow. So that's, that's got to be a fun car hauler. I was just going to say that, that would be multiple car haulers, and I can't, yes. I can't even imagine the logistics of trying to get all of that iron from on one off, point yeah. yeah to an to another point and try to keep everything straight well i will volunteer i'll be your t-shirt salesperson at these races <laughs> uh, yeah and i because i know that that's going to be next on the list well, you know a fan trailer yeah. Yeah, he did say that he, he has uh, young and enthusiastic folks we're half of that <laughs> yeah we're half of that yeah, we're, we're neither we're, young, but we are enthusiastic. No, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, most definitely. So, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Well, um, we got the we got um, a, de- a, a radical SR10 demo that we're doing. So we're um, we're trying to get as many people in the car. We got five sessions a day, um, and we're trying to sell sell cars. So um, radical SR10. Um, most of the clients and customers that are around here, uh, once they get in them, they're addicted just purely because it's low to the ground, has a huge amount of downforce. And um, we'll do, a, you know, a 206 around Cota. So um, pretty fast. Uh, if you think a GT3 cup car is in the, in the 13s, 14s. So, yeah, pretty quick. Well, what is the price of something like that? Kind of uh, the SR3 started around hundred and thirty thousand. The SR10 is about one fifty-five. So affordable to uh, a person, obviously that uh, has the means, but also, I mean, it's not out of the, out of line. I right. mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but you're good luck talking about trying, a race car. You're, you're talking about a four hundred twenty-five horsepower prototype-looking car. That what are they? What's it weigh? Thirteen hundred pounds. <laughs> With 425 horsepower. It's a grown-up go-kart with a body on it. And somebody that will manage it for you. So all you got to do is show up and drop your butt in the seat. So what kind of an engine does the thing have in it? It's it's just got a four-cylinder Ford um, turbo engine. So So you you run an EcoBoost. 425 horsepower. Wow. Wow. Well, 425 horsepower out of a four-banger turbocharged engine. That's a lot, my friend. I don't care who you are. Uh, you know, uh, we, we did a review earlier on the new Ford Bronco that has uh, a little four-cylinder turbocharged engine, and, and they're getting 300 horsepower out of that thing. And the trick to it is just getting the RPM in it. Once you get it off above 2,000 RPM, that thing will go like a, like a tornado. Hauling oh, yeah. donkey. Well, if you want to get the smaller car, because he'd mentioned the smaller car, the smaller car has a, a Suzuki Hayabusa 1300 cc and 1350 cc and a 1500 cc engine in them wow. so you talk about yeah. how screaming much? high <laughs> rpm buzz bomb god how, how much, much fun, fun is that that'd be awesome uh yeah so uh so you don't rent any of the race cars that you supply do you yeah we do so the you know you can get a pre-owned radical sr3 1500 or 1340 for you know you can pick one up for 40 grand um and uh you can race it you can race it in the series you can do all the all the track days that happen around but we we have cars we can rent we have sr3s and sr10s that can be rented out um to anyone who wants to do track days or even go into racing what a great idea now as a driver, do you have to be licensed in the I was series? Ask certifications. 
Yeah, you need a race license, um, but also you can you can get you know part of your qualifications through you know Edge Addicts or Chin um, for the amount of time you spent um, driving at the, at the HPD days. So. so, so that's really cool because one of the problems I always thought you'd have if you don't have a race car, how can you get a race license? So now you can go with work with these guys and get a car that you can use to get your license to get. Whatever, wherever else you want to go. That's from right. There. It'd be well. There's nothing cheap about racing, any way no. you look at it. But this is manageable oh, cost, and the fact that you can get into the series without actually having to step up and buy a car. You could rent a ride, so to speak, for the weekend to see if you really liked it. And uh, after you liked it, well, hey, forty grand will get you in the seat. Yep. And you, well, and that's you, a start. And you own yeah, it. That's cheap, though, and you for own a race it. car. It is. But you could also rent different models to figure out which one you want. You got all that, yeah. Well, this is a great idea. And uh, I, I, how long have you been doing this, Dave? Uh, I've been with uh, S's for 15 months. So, so in, the, in the company's two years old, I think you said earlier. Yes. Yeah, just over two years old. So. Wow. Well, I... I we're we're all impressed. Uh, we're trying to pick our jaws up off the ground, going, "What a great idea this is! Why didn't we think of that?" And uh, <laughs> I know that you got your hands full, especially this weekend with 22 cars uh, in your stable there that you're trying to uh, keep competitive and 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 support the the effort there of all the drivers. Um, well, so what is your next event after this one? Uh, we have a another. Uh, event at Harris Hill on Wednesday, which is um, uh, demo days for RS Lot 10. Um, and then after that, we go to Crescent and Dallas. Um, and then we are off to Cota again for um, a, the 30, 30th and 31st. And then we have our final round of the Radical Cup, which is taking place in Sebring in Florida. Oh, wow. So we're going there to test on November the 5th. And then we have uh, have the race about two weeks later. Well, there's nothing like being busy, huh? No, it's good. It's great. And it um, be nice to see you guys down down at our shop one day or at a track day. Hey, don't be surprised if we come knocking on the door. Dave, it's great talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Good luck uh, with all of the plans that you've got this weekend up there. And uh, we hope to run into you again soon. Again, it's S's Racing. That's E-S-S-E-S, Racing and Support. Dave, talk to you again soon, Hope. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. We yeah, appreciate I put, it. I put their link on our Buda, Texas. Mm-hmm. Buda. 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 <laughs> yeah. Buda. Buda. It's like rub your belly and pat your head. Oh, not that. How'd you like his Austin accent? Yeah, I, I love you the know Austin what? accent. That's, there's two guests we had today with an English accent. Maybe we should have had three because Brian Redman, if we, he just showed up, would have been the third one. We all need to do 